for listening to Thoughtful Moments Podcast. My name is Will and I am your host. Today I hope to bring you a topic that will help add values to your life. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free book with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash thoughtfulmomentspodcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title today and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash thoughtfulmomentspodcast. Now on with the show. I have the wonderful one and only Kay, uh, Kaylee Gray on the line today, and we are just so excited here in our family to have her on because she is amazing in her own self, in her own right. The thing that I enjoy about Kaylee is that she is probably the most happiest person I've ever seen on the outside, and also she just happens to go to one of my favorite churches that in Oklahoma City that I watch online, so that's all in the right direction. So welcome to the podcast, Kaylee. Thank you so much, Will, for having me. Yeah. I love this. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And so I'd like to know a little bit about your story. Um, I see that you uh, have a great YouTube channel that's starting to pop up here. And so tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, um, I grew up um, a pastor's kid in Iowa in a small town, kind of like Mayberry. That, And I, you know, not that I didn't have big goals, but um, I just kind of felt like, you know, I was not that I was limited in a small town, but I just didn't think that God would use me. And um, then I moved to Oklahoma for Bible school, and it was while I was there that God like started putting dreams and desires in my heart. And um, now he had me do a YouTube channel, which was like never on like the radar for me to do. And um, it's just honestly amazing. I'm just excited for what God is doing in my life. I just keep saying yes. And who knows where I'm going to continue to go. You know what happens when you say yes a lot, you end up in places you never thought you would, <laughs> you would be for well, sure. I'm, I, yes. I said I was never moving away from home and I was never going to Bible school and I did both. So, yeah, so and that's I, I'm learning to never say never. <laughs> <laughs> that's God's little joke to you. And I bet you said, I will never marry a pastor. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, I used to say that. And now yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe I would. <laughs> you know, can't go wrong with that for sure. I'm sure your dad exactly. is giving a, a lot of uh, a lot of good examples to look for and, and a great husband too. And he really, and so, he's really set the standard high. Yeah, and that's pretty good. And that, I, I always tell my kids, always aim higher than I am. Um, I'm an okay guy, but there's always someone better out there for sure. Don't ever okay. settle. I want to tell you that. Don't ever settle. So <clears throat> it's Amen. not worth it. Not worth it. Well, I know that um, your YouTube channel is firm uh, is primarily around your life and what you're learning and how you're growing. And one yeah. of the things that I wanted to have you on for is to talk to uh, the single person, not just a single woman, but the single man as well, uh, of the art of singleness and being okay yeah. and confident in Christ and not in yourself even in the midst of that singleness. So I know we talked before that we uh, hit record today about the timeline of secure, um, 
Now let's try that again. Timeline of security or society. Why don't you explain that? Yeah, definitely. I feel like society kind of puts this timeline like you kind of think, oh, after college, I should probably be engaged and then start getting married and then have kids. And that was definitely the timeline I thought I would have. And mm -hmm. then when it didn't happen in college and then it didn't happen a few years later, I just was kind of like discouraged. But it was because I had based everything on a timeline that society had given when I was almost kind of putting a timeline on God and like saying, well, this is when I need to meet him and do everything. And I really had to surrender that timeline over to God and be like, okay, God, like whatever it is that you have in store for me or for my future husband, like I've surrendered that to you. And so doesn't matter what somebody else's timeline looks like this is what my timeline is. It's pretty uh, neat that we can see that and that God's word tells us that uh, our times were not his times. And I'm grateful for that because <clears throat> if, if my time was his, I would have been married at 18 and divorced by 19. I, I know that yeah. within me because I wasn't a mature person, not alone, let alone the other person that I was with. And so I think God's timing is, is so imperative to not just our relationships but to every aspect of our lives oh yeah and when we try to get ahead of him we have an abraham moment where we do things in our own strength and we listen to other people who tell us what to do we do it and then we step back and go oh that hurt you know and we want to try we don't want to hinder the hand of god but we also don't want to get ahead of the hand of god if you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. that's so true yeah. So with that, uh, I know you're waiting for the right man to come along um, or the, the man that God has for you. How are you handling your time in between? You know, I mean, it's one of those things like, do I wish I was still single? No. Um, I wish I was in the next season of life, but I have learned to have contentment with it and honestly just have joy. Um, I've really learned that um, a guy doesn't define who I am and a relationship isn't going to make me happy. And I have been traveling. I've worked at becoming debt free. Awesome. Um, you know, I've really just like focused on my relationship with God, because honestly, this is my last time where it's just me and God alone, because then it's going to be me, God, my spouse, and then me, God, myself, and my kids. So this is pretty much my last time with it just being me and God. And um, I'm just allowing him to just pour into me and just like truly find out who my identity is in Christ, but having fun with it. And there's easier days than others and i'll be honest like i've i've you know cried out to god i've been real with him and like been like okay like why isn't this happening what what's going on you know there's been multiple tears and you know crying and um but it also helps to have like a really good support system i have absolutely amazing friends that um, I connect with and, you know, get together with um, a lot on the weekends and just um, not isolating myself, but also like taking time to be like, you know, intimate with God and just spending that time, but also making myself available to being with friends and gleaning from my married friends. That's awesome. 
And that's one thing that, that I will tell my listeners is that every time I have watched a video or seen you online, uh, we're part of a group together as well. And you've always been joyful. You've always been full of, of happiness. And, and of course, there's always that little glimmer of <clears throat> pain that you have, but you don't yeah. live in that pain. You move past it. And that's just great that you can have that attitude. And how did that attitude come for you? How did you learn how to be that way? You know, um, a scripture that my mom has just prayed over me ever since I was young is the joy of the Lord is my strength. And honestly, like, I know when the enemy tries to attack and they, he tries to attack my joy. And so just kind of always like, just trying to see the situation as glass um, full, not empty, and just making sure that I am, I don't know, sorry, my roommate just came home, but I just kind of just know that what God has in store for me is good. And just really learning to surrender that. I think that's the main thing that I had to learn to do was surrender to God. And through it, I've found joy and excitement. And yeah. That's awesome. Now, what are some of the funnest places that you have traveled since you've uh, decided to go on this journey uh, during singleness? Hmm. Um, we did a girl's trip to, um, California. We went to Orange County and we, that was so much fun. And honestly, we planned that two weeks before going. So that's like another fun thing is being single. I'm able to just jump and go wherever I want, whenever I want. And so we, we did that. Um, I recently went down to Texas to see some friends and I went deep sea fishing and that was fun. And I, a lot of my vacation time is going home to Iowa. Um, I live seven hours away from home. And so just getting to see my family and my little sister and watching her grow up. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Now, you didn't mention this, um, that whole skydiving adventure that you went on. Oh, my. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I did that. Honestly, my mind couldn't like comprehend what I was doing, yeah. um, but my dad wanted to do it for his 60th birthday. And um, I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go with you. I'll do it. And honestly, that was a lot of fun. Like I recommend that to anyone. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. The adrenaline rush was unreal. I had never experienced anything like that before. Looked like both of you were having a ball. I was watching the video on that. And for those listening, you have to watch a YouTube channel because she has mess like this on there all the time. It's so funny to watch her engage her family and friends and all that, but to watch her skydive and get a recording of that. Um, all I have to say is that's not biblical. The word says, hello, I'm with you always. <laughs> you know, honestly, when I watched it back and I watched myself jumping out, I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I like, I think I was more nervous watching it back than I was like experiencing I it. think that adrenaline just hits you where you're like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. You go to watch it go, dear God, what was I thinking? <laughs> I know, right? You uh, could not pay me to do that. I don't know, but for the right price, I could, but. <laughs> 
No. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. So, um, what is what are the benefits? You were telling me earlier about marrying as you get older. What are the benefits of, of being an older person getting married? Not that you're old, because you're pretty young still. Uh, so, I want to make sure my listeners almost, hear that. Yes, no, I'm almost 30. And so, uh, yeah, you're I did young. feel like I was. I know, I know I'm still young, but you know, society kind of considers you old, even though they say 30 is the new 20. So I'm receiving that in Jesus name, but, um, <laughs> but, um, so even something I've talked to with my married friends who have gotten married younger is they said, they've told me, they're like, Kaylee, when you walk into marriage, like there's not going to be as many issues that we had to go through getting married younger than you would when you're older. And not that we're going to walk into marriage flawless, but I do feel like, um, when I do get married, it'll probably be more accelerated just because I am older. Um, and I think our identity in Christ, I know we kind of talked about that a little bit, but like truly knowing who we are in Christ and not having as many insecurities. Um, when we walk in, we'll have hopefully more financial freedom. I'm personally debt free. And so, you know, just making sure that like when you walk into that marriage, like I'll, I'll know like my, my future spouse isn't going to have to, I'm not going to be a financial burden to him. Absolutely. And so I think, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. It does, actually. Absolutely. And it says uh, that statistics tell us that that the number one cause of divorce and fights in marriage are money problems. And now, yeah. fortunately, my wife and I have not fought over money. We've been very blessed that we have a one-on-one relationship. I was very upfront when we got married. Before we got married, I was up front with her dad and mom, which kind of scared them at first that um, I filed bankruptcy early uh, when I was 23. And so coming into a family who does not have that problem and then you're marrying mm-hmm. into that, that can kind of scare you. But when you have yeah. that open and honest commitment to one another, to God as well, that yeah. you're going to agree, yeah, this stinks to high heaven, but we're going to work together in one accord to get it done. Now, in 2012, we became completely debt-free except for our house. That's now, awesome. it's it's amazing seeing God's word says he will restore what the enemy has taken, and I mm-hmm. have to believe that, and that's for another podcast, but that's just to encourage you that you're doing what is right to get out of debt, to stay out of debt, and be praying for your husband that comes to be, if he is in debt, that he gets out of debt soon. Amen. He's, you know what I mean? And it's yes, okay. And I like, and I like too how you said the communication. And I think when you're older, mm-hmm. you know how to communicate more just because you've had more life experience of yeah. communication. Yeah. And so that is so important. Um, something um, like my parents always, I couldn't date till I was 16. And so something my parents always had us do was like read books or do things. And even over the years, I've gone to different like conferences and seminars and this book, the love and respect series. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but just how guys think blue, speak blue and girls think pink, speak pink and how, you know, we think differently. And um, I've taken like the strength finders test and different personality tests and 
that has helped me so much because I understand the way I think and why I think a certain way and knowing that other people don't think that way. And so it mm-hmm. helps me not to be frustrated yeah. when communicating with them. And so, um, yeah, I think communication is going to be very important when you do walk into that next season and kind of having the tough questions up front, which I feel like when you're younger, you don't mm-hmm. always think about those questions or want to really have them. No, and a lot of times we think of our feelings more than we do our thought processes when we're younger. And as we get older, we, you know, we tend to then, and we got married young, we got married at 24, um, which, and then we had kids, you know, within the year. So we were already learning pretty fast on how life is. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. ideal? It's not ideal, but you make the best of what you have to do. And that's what yeah. you'll learn very quickly in marriage. You either learn very quickly it's not working or you learn very quickly that it is working. And then you learn very quickly how you need to make it work. Um, yeah, and you can't just run away from it. No, divorce know, like, is so easy nowadays. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, it's a lifetime commitment. So you have to learn to communicate to, to go through those problems together. Yeah, and that's one thing. Uh, that and communicate not just to each other, but to your community. Um, not, you know, bad-mouthing or degrading your other half because we're your other whole because you're one together. But yeah. lifting one another up, even in community, is so vital, uh, especially nowadays. It's so easy to hear people cutting down one another when we have the opportunity to build one another up. So that communication yeah. is very vital like you said so i agree with that 120 percent yes pretty cool so i did want to talk about this book idea that you have want to run it by you and see what your thought processes were you did say it came out of hebrews 10 23 which Mm -hmm. says uh, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we affirm to god can be trusted to keep his promises and I like the message version better. I don't have it in front of me, so you might be able to elaborate more on that. I actually have the message ver- version. It's let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Somehow and, I knew you had that. I don't know why. Yeah, I actually have that scripture up in the and That's something like a promise that God has given me is my future husband. And um, I have been praying for him ever since I was little, which I know can sound weird praying for somebody you don't know, but I have been praying for him and I hope he's praying for me. And um, I was actually at a conference um, at my church here in Oklahoma and my friend got a word for me and the scripture came to mind and she said, the enemy is going to try to come in and it's like you have a fist on the promise of God and he's going to try to try each finger away saying you're not good enough you know he's not out there and just all the lies that the enemy can give you as a single and so that's something I've had to like firmly um to stand on is that promise that God has given me and um you know I was an elementary ed degree I didn't really write papers or anything like that I wrote lesson plans and um it's been crazy how um, I go back to like things that I had done in my journal and just this vision that God gave for me, um, to start writing a book and granted 
probably won't be finished until I do meet my guy because I want the ending to be our love story. But the beginning of the book is pretty much my um, my process and my journey um, of singleness, starting from the age of three, like with riding on the back of Seth Goff, um tricycle and him telling my dad he was going to marry me and we were going to have 12 children. So thank goodness I know what numbers are now. Thankfully, we know what numbers are because 12 is a huge number for sure, isn't there? <laughs> oh, it is. I would be adopting if I was going to have 12. I'm I know, that's right. That babies. I'm like, whoo. Like, holy cow, what was I thinking about having 12 kids? No, not going to happen. End up being the Duggars. I don't think so. I'm good. <laughs> Let someone else do that. That's. That's not Amen. my calling. <laughs> That's I awesome. don't think it's mine either. <laughs> no, I think three is a good number. I, I'm kind of done with that. So I love yeah. how <clears throat> you said that God uh, is the pen to your love story. Can you explain that to the audience, what your thought, your heart is behind that? Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we each have one book to write. And, you know, I feel like there's so many different seasons and it's a new chapter and um, I've given God the pen to story. So I've allowed him to just kind of my journey, just like kind of, I said, surrendering that area over to him and um, just like not settling on my characteristics and things that I look for in a potential spouse. And it wasn't, I was at this conference one time and they were talking about it and they're like you know your future spouse is alive and is breathing out there and I was just like oh my gosh he's alive like I hope he's not like flirting with another girl right now you know like I started I was like literally had that moment like light bulb went off I'm like why did I think like he was alive like he's alive and he's breathing somewhere and I'm like I wonder what he's doing and honestly um I've I've made a prayer, a specific prayer that I pray for him. And in it, I pray that he's having fun during the single season. And he has a community around that him that uplifts him. And I pray that he's going to be um, like a role model to my brothers and others around him. And that like our love story is going to be something that we can share with people. And I know we've kind of talked about my YouTube channel and honestly, like it's on my vision board. And I thought I was going to do a YouTube channel with my future self someday and kind of base it off of like the book that I'm writing. But um, it's crazy how God was kind of like, nope, do it now. And so yeah. again, it's like, just God showing me like a guy doesn't define me. Like I don't have to wait for a guy to do something like I can I can do it now and then hopefully bring him alongside me when it's time. Exactly. So I always like to ask my guests this one question. If you can go back 10 years ago and talk to yourself, what would you tell yourself? Man, I would honestly, I know we talked about the timeline, but honestly, like, don't compare your timeline to somebody else's timeline. Like, truly surrender to God and just know that he has your best interest at heart and once you submit your life to him 
it's going to be great. And I know that people say, oh, it's worth the wait. But I've seen that countless, countless times with so many friends. Mm -hmm. And I truly know that it's going to be worth the wait. That's going to be awesome for sure. What's next for Kaylee? What what are we going to be doing in the next few uh, months, next few years? What's your goal? Well, my goal is to, I'm really focusing right now on my YouTube channel. I've kind of stepped down from some other areas in life because God put that YouTube channel um, on my heart and I wasn't giving it the full attention that it needed. And so I'm really excited. I've been um, doing that and I'm working um, at a Bible school right now. So I'm with a lot of college students. And so my hope is to kind of get to build relationships with them and mentor them and um, hopefully do some traveling too. But be and, some fun stuff for sure. Yes. Where are you hoping to travel to? Um, you know, one of my best friends is about to move to Ecuador. So Ooh, um, I definitely fun. feel like I need to go over there and see her. Um, I also love the mountains. I've never been to like Colorado, Wyoming area. So I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Well, Kaylee, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. I know that um, you've got a lot going on. And so I just appreciate you taking the time to hop on here to chat and to tell us some great nuggets. I know a lot of people are going to enjoy this episode. And uh, so where can we find you? Well, um, first, I want to say thank you so much. This was my first opportunity for doing a podcast. And I was so honored that you were the first one, Will, because um, uh, we haven't like officially met, but nope. just um, through our group that um, that we're in, that it's been so fun and you've been so encouraging. So I truly appreciate that. But um, you can find me on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Kaylee Gray or Instagram at Miss Kaylee Gray. There you go. We'll make sure we get that out there for sure. Well, Kaylee, again, thank you so much. You've been such a blessing, and I'm praying that God opens up even more doors for you and that the opportunities just abound for you, and definitely praying for that man to come into your life when the time is right, okay? (laughs) Thank you. Yes. I can't wait. Oh, that's awesome. You take care. Bye.